Hey girl, hey. You are now tuned in to the Journey to Motherhood podcast with your host, Jerry Alicia, where we will be talking about all things faith and fertility. So grab a journal and let's get to it. Well, hello, loves. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Journey to Motherhood podcast. I am your host, Jerry Alicia, and we're going to talk about some real stuff on today. But before we get into any of that, y'all, I just have to say I am so, so sorry. I told y'all that I will be releasing episodes weekly, and I have not done that. I have totally dropped the ball on that, and for that, I am so sorry. Between coronavirus and scheduling conflicts, I haven't been able to faithfully give you the episodes weekly. However... I have made some minor adjustments in the background, so going forward, you will be receiving those weekly episodes as promised. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's get right into today's topic. So last week, in the Womb Prep private group on Facebook, we did an icebreaker post, kind of, and asked the ladies about their fertility stories. One lady was being really honest with us and telling us that she's basically numb to the whole process. Like, she doesn't feel happy, she doesn't feel sad, she doesn't really feel anything one way or the other. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I can totally relate to this. Like, there have been times where I was just like, no, mm -mm, not I don't want to feel anything. Um, sometimes a girl is just over all the feelings. It's like we go through so many of them that we get to a point where we don't want to feel anything at all. In my mind, that's totally understandable. <laughs> However, I don't want us to get being numb mixed up with being content because they are not the same thing. Now, y'all know Google is my best friend ever, and I look everything up. So I did a little bit of research and found that the definition of the word numb is being deprived of the power of sensation. And another definition I found was being unable to think, feel, or respond normally. So as we can see, being numb is not all that great. When you're uncomfortable or in pain, numbness may seem like the better option, but really is not. Medically speaking, when a patient tells a healthcare professional that a body part feels numb, it almost always causes concern because it's not normal and there's usually an underlying issue. This same concept can be applied to our situations as it deals with infertility. If we're being completely honest, as y'all know we always are, our numbness is just a pretty little mask we put on so we don't have to confront the real issues surrounding our journey to motherhood. Because let's face it, that's hard, it's uncomfortable, and sometimes it's just absolutely heartbreaking. And who wants to deal with all of that when you can just suppress it and be numb, right? Well, yeah, kind of. You could take that approach, but it's not healthy. It doesn't allow you to heal, and there's no way for God to get the glory out of that. Now, let's talk about being content. When I was spending some time with my best friend Google, I found that the word content means being in a state of satisfaction or peaceful happiness. So while being numb means that you don't feel anything, being content means that you are okay and you're at peace. I think people correlate numbness with contentment because with both of these emotions, you don't feel pain. But the difference between the two is that with numbness, the pain is buried and hidden. But with contentment, you've acknowledged the pain and have allowed God to give you peace in spite of it. 
Now, I know from my own journey and from being fortunate enough to encourage other women like you and me, reaching the point of being content is kind of difficult. I wish that I could tell y'all that all you have to do is wake up one day and decide to be at peace with this journey. But sis, that's a lie. And I'm just not going to lie to you today. It doesn't happen like that. Contentment sounds nice and easy, but the truth is that it takes a lot to get to that point. A lot of prayer, a lot of worship, and a whole lot of faith. Now, I know that thought may seem daunting or even impossible, but don't get discouraged. The good news is that being content on your journey to motherhood is an attainable goal. Feeling content may be difficult, but it is not at all impossible. Here are some major keys to being on the road to contentment. Key number one, be real with yourself and God about how you feel. I believe that a lot of us haven't reached that peaceful contentment level because we haven't been completely honest about our feelings. If you grew up in church like I did, yeah y'all, I am a church girl, then chances are you were told not to question God. Now, don't get me wrong, God is all-knowing, but as humans, we're not. So sometimes we have questions about why things are happening. And you know what? It's perfectly okay. On this journey, it's important to tell God how you really feel. Tell Him how you feel hurt or confused. Don't be afraid to ask Him why it's happening to you. I promise you, God can handle your questions just as well as your emotional outburst. In Luke twenty two forty two, Jesus is the perfect example of asking God questions. When it says, Father, take this cup from me. That was Jesus' way of asking God, was there any other way for the world to be saved other than a current plan of action? So, if Jesus of all people had questions during a difficult time, it's safe to say that it's okay for us to have them too. Number two. Understand that God's will and yours might not be the same. So if we're going to use Luke twenty two forty two as an example, then we have to look at the entire passage. Right after Jesus had his moment, he immediately told God, not my will, but your will be done. Go Jesus. In this moment, I think that he recognized that him and God kind of wanted two different things. But he also recognized that God's will was best. So he submitted. Like, what else was there for him to do other than submit? Um, and it's important for us to recognize the same thing. God is omniscient, which means that he has infinite wisdom. So even though we may not understand or even like God's will for our lives, it is what's best. We have to get to a point in our relationship with him where we want his will to be done more than we want our desires to be filled. And y'all know that is super, super hard. But over the course of time, if we allow it to, our desires and God's will might just line up and become the same thing. Now, will this be easy? Absolutely not. Trusting God to the point that what he wants becomes what you want can be downright difficult. No, like seriously, the struggle is real with that. It takes great faith and an authentic relationship with him to achieve that. But I'm crazy enough to believe that we can do it. Number three. Focus on what you do have more than what you don't have. This journey makes it very easy to highlight what's missing in our lives, a.k.a. a baby. 
in all honesty, I think that's the easiest part of this journey. Think about it. Everywhere you go, everywhere you turn, there's either a pregnancy announcement, a gender reveal, a baby shower, or a baby being born. It's literally everywhere, y'all. And depending on what season you're currently in on this journey, your initial thoughts may be something along the lines of, I wish I was pregnant. Dang, she's pregnant again? Why does she get a baby? When am I going to get pregnant? And so on and so forth. One thing I've learned is that it's easy to play the comparison game when you feel like you're getting the short end of the stick. But what would happen if we changed our perspectives? If we took the approach of reflecting on how good God has been to us instead of looking at what she has, how different would this journey be? I can tell you from experience that changing perspectives is life altering. Like for real, y'all, it'll change your whole entire life. Don't get me wrong. I totally understand how it will be difficult to change that perspective when what you don't have is always in your face. It takes a whole lot of work. But my point is that we don't always have to think about what they have and we don't. With a shift in perspective, we can go from having a carnal mindset to a kingdom one. Because if truth be told, always defaulting to what another person has is carnal and worldly. But when we take on the mind of Christ, aka shift perspectives, then we're able to think on things that are lovely, admirable, and excellent. Now, number four, and I think this might be my last point. I I don't know. Um, Isolation causes turmoil, not peace. Yeah, I know that was a lot, but just go with it. Suffering in silence is a real thing, and other than not having a relationship with God, it's the most detrimental thing to your journey to motherhood. It amplifies the voices of the enemy, opens the door of depression, and causes you to lack accountability. Because y'all know we don't really like being accountable. Let's just be real about it, right? I don't know about y'all, but I just don't have time for any of that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you have to tell everybody your business like I do, because trust me, this life is not for everybody. But what I am saying is make sure you have some godly support. And as a Christian, that godly part is super important. You need people around you that will listen to you, pray with and for you, tell you when you're being teamed too much. Let's just be real. Offer the kind of support you need in the moment and drag you out of the rabbit hole of sadness and despair if need be. I know a lot of us feel like no one understands or we may be dealing with shame or guilt, so we don't really tell anybody what we're going through. But take it from somebody who knows. Going through this journey alone, it absolutely sucks. It really is worse. This journey is naturally hard, but having that support system, whether it's family, close friends, or an online support group of strangers, it really does make all the difference. So in review, four keys to being on the road to contentment while on this journey are number one, be honest about your feelings. Number two, understand God's will might be different than yours. Number three, focus on what you do have right now in this moment. And number four, get your support system. Y'all, as I was just saying those four keys out loud, it's really just timely and like God to remind us of those things right before Mother's Day. Um, For those of you listening in, trying to figure out what's the big deal about Mother's Day, let me break it down for you. 
For women dealing with infertility, miscarriage, or infant loss, Mother's Day can be a hard pill to swallow. It's like on one hand, we're happy that mothers are being acknowledged because let's face it, they're the real MVPs and deserve to be celebrated. But on the other hand, it can make a woman like me feel lacking and inadequate. Let me use myself as an example. I feel like a mom. God has been preparing me to become a mom um, for a while now. And I know that one day I will have children. But on Mother's Day, I'm reminded that I'm not a mom yet, and that's really sobering. Usually on this day, I'm in church when all mothers are asked to stand, and it stings kind of like a slap in the face. And I'm not saying that churches deliberately try to make women feel that way, just saying that it's how I, along with other women, have felt in the past. And so even though this year, um, thanks to coronavirus, we won't be in a church service where this happens, in the back of my head, I'll still be reminded that I'm not a mom yet. So for women like me, Mother's Day is hard and even more so for women who have experienced miscarriage or infant loss. And so yeah, that's basically the deal with that. But as hard as Mother's Day is, I still want us to be encouraged. God has taught me a lot about Mother's Day and being on this journey in general, and I want to share what I've learned with you all. Number one, log off social media. Listen, sis, if you know you're going to be triggered by all the Mother's Day posts and feel some type of way, then it's perfectly okay not to be on social media for a few days. In all honesty, some of us need to go on a social media fast anyway. Social media does have its purpose in our lives. It allows us to network and connect with loved ones, but on the flip side, it makes it real easy to compare our lives with others. On Sunday, Facebook and Instagram are going to be flooded with photos and videos of mothers being celebrated. So if you know seeing these things is going to trigger you and make you feel worse than you already do, then it may be a good idea to find something else to fill your time. Find you a good book to read, spend some real intimate time with the Lord, or binge watch a new show on Netflix or Hulu. Whatever you do this Mother's Day, just make sure it uplifts your spirit. Number two, faith isn't just what you say, it's also what you do. A lot of us quote the scripture, faith without works is dead, but don't really put forth the effort when it comes to our works. So that leads me to ask this question, are you operating in active faith or dead faith? If you're operating in dead faith, then Mother's Day is the perfect time to change that. Saying you have faith but not doing anything to show that faith is kind of pointless. Other than going to the doctor, because let's face it, we all do that. But other than that, what are you doing to put your faith into action? Have you taken the advice of your doctors and started eating healthy or exercising? Have you started buying even little things for your baby's room? Have you began praying and declaring over your child's life? Use this weekend to take inventory of what you're actually doing in preparation of what God promised you. Number three, start a real love affair with our Father in heaven. Listen, sis, your relationship with God is the most important aspect of this journey to motherhood. When you're feeling depressed or defeated, that's something that can help you feel better. But your relationship with God is also the thing that's tested the most on this journey. To say it's complicated is an understatement, um, to say the least. But as complicated as it is, not nurturing your relationship with God during this difficult time is the worst thing that you can do. 
Trust me on this. And I know sometimes it just seems better to walk away and be silent. But the thing about it is, God wants us to come to him with the hard stuff. All the questions, the tears, the pain, the anger. Like I was saying earlier, God is big enough to handle all of our stuff. We just have to be brave enough to give it to him. For the woman listening to this who is really not okay right now, know this. It's okay that you're not okay. Take this weekend and do something that's going to help you be better. If you know it's going to disturb your peace, then girl, don't do it. The next thing I want you to know is that God loves you so much. You are so precious to him and there is nothing he wouldn't do for you. Since you are literally one of his favorite creations and he delights in you. I know that it may not feel like it today, but I promise you that it's true. As I end today's episode, I want to pray for you. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, I come to you first and foremost just saying thank you. Lord, I thank you for life, health, and strength on today, oh God. I thank you that your daughters um, can come and listen to this podcast episode and know that you do love them, oh God. Lord, right here, right now, I lift up every woman under the sound of my voice that is struggling with their journey to motherhood more than usual on today, oh God. I'm lifting up your daughters back to you, oh God. I'm asking that you comfort them. Sing your Holy Spirit down here to comfort them oh god lord they need you like never before some of them have um recently experienced a loss some of them have just taken a pregnancy test that came back negative and some of them have gotten some bad news from their doctors whatever the case is oh god whatever their situation looks like oh god i know that you already know what happens and i know what you and i know that you know what is going to happen next so god i just lift them up to you right here and right now oh god i ask that you just run Remind them, oh God, of who you are and what you're capable of, oh God. Remind them that the promise that you made them concerning their children still stands regardless of what has happened in the past, oh God. Remind them, oh God, that no matter where they are in their journeys, no matter what they're going through, that you absolutely love them and you delight in them, oh God. Remind them, oh God, that your will has to be done regardless of what's happening in this earth, oh God. Remind them, oh God, that your word literally cannot come back to you void. So if you promise them something that you are going to make good on that, promise oh god lord i ask that you just remind them oh god of who you are Remind them that you are all-powerful and all-knowing and all-wise, God. Remind them that you know what's best for them even more than they do, oh God. Remind them that even though this month may not be the month and next month may not be the month that they get pregnant, that if you promise them something, it will happen, oh God. Lord, I just thank you on today. I thank you for your love for your daughters on today, oh God. I thank you that you have created a safe place and in an atmosphere where they can come and they can cry out to you, oh God. Thank you, Lord, that they they don't even have to be in the same room with a preacher or a pastor, but they can cry out to you on their own, oh God. And Lord, I just ask that as they are crying out to you on this weekend, oh God, as they are telling you how they feel, oh God, as they are releasing the anguish and the pain and the hurt, oh God, I ask that you just wrap them up, oh God. Remind them that you are the master healer, oh God, and that you are close to the brokenhearted oh god remind them oh god that nothing that happens to them goes unnoticed by you oh god so lord i just thank you on today 
I bless your holy name on today. I thank you that even though Mother's Day is a hard pill to swallow and even though it's a hard day to get through, that you're going to be with us every step of the way. I thank you, oh God, that you're not the God that leaves your daughters uncovered, but you are a God that covers us. You, you, Your banner over us is love, oh God. So Lord, I thank you for your love today. I thank you that your love covers all things that we could ever possibly even go through on today, oh God. I thank you, oh God, because you sent your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins and by every stripe that he he felt oh God we are healed so Lord we just call on that healing on today oh God we just say thank you for healing us on today oh God we thank you oh God that even if we don't feel healed in the moment even if we don't look healed oh God that we are healed through your son Jesus Christ so Lord I just thank you on today and I glorify your name oh God it's in your son Jesus name that I pray amen Hey girl, hey. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Journey to Motherhood podcast. I pray that something that was said today really resonated with your spirit. I pray that you understand that God really does love you and he is rooting for you to come out on top of this. If you are not currently a part of a support group but would like to be around other women that are like-minded and really understand what you're going through, then I encourage you to join our private Facebook group. This is the group where we do all of our challenges. It's where we vent, we cry, and we just um, encourage each other to be better and to know that God loves us. If you want to be a part of that, send me a message on Facebook. My name is Jerry Alicia, G-E-R-I. A-L-I-C-E-A. Send me a message on Facebook and I will make sure that you get added to the group. I pray that you have an amazing week. I know that Mother's Day is two days away. You might be feeling some type of way, but just know that you are not alone. You don't have to go through this alone and that God is always with you. Until next week, be blessed and stay safe.